0: You're listening to Tech Talk Central. Hi again, this is Vicky Kolovo from Tech Talk Central, and I'm here at the Israeli Pavilion with Ronnie Greenberg, Greenberg, I'm sorry, from Eyesight. He's VP Business Development for the company, and a very fascinating gentleman, I must say. He sort of made my day. He He's... He's got a great smile. First of all, thank you for this interview.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: <laughs> okay, so what does the company do? What does Eyesight do and why are you here exhibiting?
1: So, on a nutshell, uh, we are embedded vision company. We have been in the market for a few good years. Uh, the majority of the business when we started was around uh, control. Uh, people like to say gesture control. We like to say, you know, just bring your hand or finger and do something with it in there and control something. Could be a TV. Could be your Apple TV, could be the light, could be your Nest, could be anything that basically want to make your home smarter, and that's what we have been doing uh, the past uh, few years. Uh, about a year and a half, two years ago, we started engagement uh, with uh, some of the automotive uh, maker, and we shifted our business model towards sensing. And when I say sensing, it's always you know people are looking at driver awareness. So yes, you can uh, monitor if the driver is falling asleep. Either closing is looking to the side, but we like to add more to that because we are a machine vision company. We have embedded it. Uh, we are doing machine learning. I don't want to use the word AI because everybody is using it now, but it's really there. And we're embedded on device, which means there is no latency, no cloud, nothing. And the reason that we are doing it, we think it's important. Down the road, everybody is going to get into the car. It might be autonomous. You want to know what's going into the car. And you want to know what's going in the car, not only by, but per the driver, people sitting beside me, people in the back. Uh, and control also becomes an issue because now you have the time. The car is driving by itself. You want to control your media player? Just bring your finger and act something, do something. People in the kids, you know, you have the, uh, the kids in the back and they want to control something in front of them, which is going to happen. You know, it's going to be a tablet or maybe embedded TV in the back seat just bring your finger and control it volume up, volume down, change the channels. The joy of doing this kind of stuff instead of either touching it and leaning forward or with a control, a remote control, is different. And that's what we are doing.
0: Okay, okay. You, so you are using eyes, lids, facial expressions, which muscles? I want to know what up to now, which, um, um, what are you using, which muscles of the body?
1: everything Uh, so we are not just uh, a company that's dedicated and putting an effort into gazing uh, or the smiling or we're looking at everything Uh, because for example if you're looking at uh, the system and you want to uh, mute, so you just bring your finger to your mouse and across your nose but it's very similar to the movement of maybe smoking or just wait you have to look at other elements so you, we see the nose we see the the, the, the mouse we, the lips uh, you, you actually see the structure and you have to do it And that because at the end of the day you want to analyze who is user 1 who is user 2 who is user 3 without really actually acting into the privacy so no face, recognition, face detection which is better uh, people are not concerned about it and we can actually do it so we are, we are trying to look at the entire uh, ecosystem of the facial expression, everything around it, uh, it's more robust, it gives you information in real time, which basically related to what the user wants to have, not what I want the user to have. So,
0: Okay, I understand the technology. First of all, do you have any IP involved in this?
1: Uh, no, that's kind of a long hard, just because when someone is asking about the IP, Definitely, um, we're putting a lot of, like every uh, company that's started and then growing to a point, IP is becoming a big uh, issue. Uh, I don't remember, but we have a few uh, uh, dozens of uh, patents uh, granted, pending, uh, putting a lot of effort behind it, because at the end of the day, uh, it's something that the company want to preserve. Uh, it's not like an offensive act, but you know, it's nice to have it. Um, Down the road it might be helping, but uh, at this point, you know, it's just for the sake of it.
0: Okay, okay. So, um, thinking of driverless cars. So, I'm not driving my car. I'm not uh, doing anything around that. And then suddenly I don't even have to use my fingers to change the music, cut off the music, mute it. Um, But, uh, sort of, I'll be honest, sort of sounds silly to me. Um, but I am really sure that your technology can be used in serious uh, cases. So I wanna talk about that, like truck drivers and knowing when they're tired, weary, and maybe falling asleep and being dangerous. So what are the serious uh, applications
1: of this technology? So you, you can actually look at uh, different scenarios. Um, I'm telling people that I'm, I'm more concerned now after uh, we got into the automotive market, Because I read all the statistics related to accident and what caused the accident. You know, yes, driver, again, if you are a truck driver, and I'm telling you right now, I'm giving an alert. Uh, Basically, you are just falling asleep. Your eyes are uh, falling. Uh, Your uh, blink per minute, which is important. Uh, is getting very slower. Uh, that means that you're getting tired. Uh, you're looking to the side for longer than two seconds, whatever. It's, it, that's, we can actually give you this information so an alert can be initiated. Yes, it will help a lot because I can basically tell you at, a, at one point if the system understands that someone is driving, is just falling asleep and he doesn't stop, it will stop the car, maybe automatically, just to, or slow it down because that's the way we are looking into it. On the other hand, if you're looking at other stuff that is important, safety. If I'm driving my car and I cannot actually show it uh, because this is kind of more visualization, but if you're driving your car and you're sitting about four inch from the wheel and you're getting into accident, your chances of being killed or getting seriously injured are so high because the airbag deployment is recommended to be 10 to 12 inch from the wheel. You are four inch. I can tell the system, hey this is a slim girl, she's like short, ta and she's sitting four inches from the wheel, deployment of the airbag will be in 20% rather than 100%. I save her life. That's the way. Uh, you put your hand on the side, and then all of a sudden you get an accident. The airbag on the side will deploy at 100%. You're probably going to be in hospital for six months just for recovery. I can, I can actually tell you, again, our system can tell you that basically... The hand or the shoulder is in a different position than it's supposed to be per testing, and uh, voila, you get the solution. That's what we're trying to achieve. Not just you know driver awareness per se.
0: Yeah. No, no. I think the serious cases are the ones that can disrupt and change our yeah. life. So, uh, are you working with automotive companies? Um, have you? Do you need funding? Have you received funding?
1: So the company raised a substantial amount of uh, money uh, a few months back. Um, and as always, so when uh, someone is asking me if I need money, yes, I always not need money. I've learned it in a very early age. Someone is asking, yes, I need money. Uh, we don't, we're don't. we not looking for money right now, but again, it's always there. We are engaged with a few uh, OEM in Tier 1, uh, both in Europe and uh, the U.S. Uh, we have substantial... Uh, uh, amount of um, work in, in uh, China. Actually, our team in China is growing pretty fast, um, and moving into Japan and uh, Korea. Um, so, it's automotive has been very good.
0: Okay, hey, the potentials. The potentials are quite a lot. It was interesting that you did mention before we started this interview that you're a poker player, which means you understand expressions. Uh, so, I wanted to ask about your system. Does it actually really? understand expressions like anger, an angry driver, but I'm always thinking of other cases where, um, like the detection systems they use in airports, obviously, I've, I've heard about them, seen a few, but um, can you understand expressions or something that's about to happen? And uh, because poker, in my opinion, is it's not only if somebody's bluffing, but how they're feeling and towards where the game might be going. So do you believe your system is at that point where you can sort of tell and sort of even predict somebody's how they're going to be reacting in the next seconds?
1: No. And that's very hard for me to say no, you know, start saying no. We are not at the point that we can actually predict. We can tell you if someone is happy, if he's upset, if he's hungry, we can tell you that. it was not it wasn't designed uh, for the driver it's more because we are also working in the smart home so analytic for cable operator is important and that they want to know if someone is watching a comedy did they really smile or was did they really laugh they like it not just watching it was it really something about the comedy that did it uh, so we are doing that um getting to the level that it will be I call it a professional grade uh, emotion detection. Um, it can be done, but it's a very, uh, very limited uh, vertical market, uh, which uh very hard to see.
0: Uh, I will not agree with you the very limited vertical market. And the reason is, I was thinking of digital health, actually, and assisted leaving and, oh... Do you want to, uh, we're okay. Sorry. Um, so I was thinking of seniors living independently at their home, but they might have a stroke, they might suffer from... Obviously, nobody's going to be living independently uh, with Alzheimer. but I do have friends that cannot monitor them all the time, but really would like if they can leave somebody alone for a few minutes in a room and then get an alert on their mobile as soon as something bad is happening. Um,
1: great, 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 great question and i'm not saying it out loud kind of because uh, this is actually something that uh, we are engaged both in uh, china and in japan elderly market is growing there uh, robotic for the elderly market is uh,
0: okay we well, are taking a time out and coming back uh, something happened continuing from where we left off you were talking about assisted living and how technology your type can actually help people live independently
1: so we, you're looking at a market that actually, uh, you know, this is the kind of market that I, w- I don't want really to happen. But unfortunately, all of us are not getting younger. We are getting to the point that we need assistance. And uh, at some market, you know, you don't have the family to support you. Or even if you are not, if you live in an uh, assisted home, you're still going to be in your apartment all by yourself. So robotic, and robotics not in the sense of robot that walk around, but robotics that can help you and control and assist you with So you're sitting in your chair and you're sitting for too long, we can actually tell uh, the system, hey, you're sitting there for three hours, you need to get up. So you get uh, someone to alert you or even the robot, you don't get to pick up your medicine, I will alert you. And if you're not going to be responsive, I will alert someone that is on your contact. Uh, You want to communicate with someone and you're sitting in your chair, you just bring your finger or your hand and you do a, a kind of interaction. With a system that basically call my son, call my daughter, call the front desk. Uh, if I'm falling, God forbid, but if you're falling, I will give an alert immediately because I can see it. Uh, this is the kind of thing that we are working and we have actually working very heavily, especially, again, in China and in Japan. Um, we see it. Uh, we don't talk about it too much, but um, I do believe that, you know, within two three years, it's going to be such a big market. And the Chinese government is pushing so much into it, which is so smart. It's uh, I wish uh, you know it would be done in uh, in the U.S. as well. Unfortunately, it's not, but uh, uh, it's happening. It's happening sooner than uh, we believed.
0: Uh, from personal involvement. I know with the Chinese they have a lot of older people and uh, the thing is they don't want the young people just taking care of the, which is something very typical in their society. So I do know for a fact that the Chinese government is actually very interested in taking care of the elderly and using technology for that uh, firsthand. So obviously um, the face, facial expressions, the eyes and the voice are right now not where, we, where they could be in the future. So I think you're in a very powerful industry with great potential. So what's the next big step? I want you to tell me the next big step for the company.
1: I think uh, if you're looking at... Uh, we, are, we are going to have two milestones, big milestone in the next year and a half. Year and, a half. and when I'm saying that it's very hard... Uh, we're not a startup, a typical startup anymore. We have been growing up beyond that, but uh, we are looking at a smart home IoT to uh, some amazing deployment within uh, 2017. And then uh, 2017, 2018, a few uh, POC with a uh, few of the automotive, and hopefully, deployment of uh, automotive in 2019. I think the shape of uh, this company is going to be dramatically uh, different. Uh, uh, two years from now, dramatically, uh, uh, which is going to be interesting. Uh, the question always uh, lies within the question of the question. Are you going to go public? Are you going to be sold to a uh, company X? That's something that's going to be uh, on the table probably pretty soon. You know, the market for machine vision is fast growing and the numbers of uh, suppliers, a good supplier, I'm not talking about a few company, a few people uh, uh, project, Really, a mature and a, a product that can can actually bring it to the market is even not handful uh, We are in a very good place right now, very very good place, and I'm very happy that I'm part of it.
0: Okay, Ronnie, we'll be watching you. We'll be around and see where it goes. Thank you for the interview.
1: Thank you. I appreciate your time and I appreciate actually giving us the opportunity. Thank you very much.
0: So that was uh, Ronnie Greenberg from iSight and uh, I'm Vicky Kolovo for Tech Talk Central here at MWC, the, at the Israeli Pavilion. Bye for now. You're listening to Tech Talk Central.